Bearcat Review. I am Wade Smith alongside head coach Osser Glasscock. Another week of Coleman Bearcat football. And uh, not the greatest of games last week, coach, but we, we can't come here after a win every single week. Bearcats fall for the first region game in, uh, in 6A Region 8 this year and uh, fall to Athens. And tell us a little bit about last week. Well, one real good night. That's, no. that's obvious. Um, Athens, really good team. You know, Coach uh, Cody Gross has uh, done a fantastic job with them. He's a guy I respect a whole lot, and uh, they had similar approaches to to running programs. And um, you know, they're starting 19 seniors. Um, a lot of those guys have been three-year starters, and you know, they showed it. Uh, they were they played really, really well. Um, we didn't play our best, and you know, they're they're just too too talented, too well coached, and play too hard to you know, to have kind of an off night, and that's that's what we did. And um, But we're still uh, in the region race. Um, you know, we can still actually win the region if we can we can win our last two region games against uh, Muscle Shoals and Columbia. Um, you know, we'll tie for the same record if Athens wins, but if Athens loses to Decatur, we would be the region champs we can, if we can win out. So we're still we're still in the race. Um, if we can win this Friday and next week, we'd, we would host a uh, playoff game, which is very significant. Um, Anytime, uh, any year, that's a, I would say you're having a very successful year if you can host a playoff game. And so, you know, we still got a lot of things in front of us. And, hey, it's just like life, you know, there's, there's going to be adversity. There's going to be disappointment. And uh, sometimes you just don't, don't have the right stuff. And uh, that was definitely the case in Athens. But, you know, whether you win or you lose, you're successful, whether you're facing adversity or triumph, you know, you have to come back and go to work on Monday. And uh, that's how we're approaching it. And, um so we've had a pretty good week of practice so far and uh, looking forward to, you know, playing Friday night. Back at home Friday night, Coleman taking on Muscle Shoals. Uh, big matchup, as you said. It could determine <clears throat> a home playoff game coming up in a few weeks. Um, what, what, what can we expect from, from Muscle Shoals coming up? Well, obviously, you know, um, Muscle Shoals has been the king of the mountain in Region 8. And, um, you know, they've probably won the region every year, but one that I can remember from my time at, at Hartzell and, and, uh, and now. Um, they're in, <coughs> for them, they were in a little bit of a rebuilding mode because they were sort of like Athens is this year. Last year they had 19 or 20 seniors starting. And uh, now, of course, there they, they reload. They don't rebuild. I mean, they've got unbelievable athletes there every year, year in, year out. Do a, they do a super job of attracting, you know, talented players to transfer there. And, and uh, Coach Basin, he's, he's, his, he's a master at getting those guys to play hard and play, play as a team. And, and um, they've gotten better over the course of the year. They they kind of had their blip on the radar um, against Hartzell. You know, Hartzell, you know, had a great night and, and had a big win, a large margin of victory. And um, but that's also the same Muscle Shoals team that beat Athens. And so it's kind of a, you know, I think this is um, you know the pandemic year and and those type of things, the mental stress that's on these kids and, and the mental fatigue that you're sort of encountering now that, you know, maybe wouldn't be as pronounced in, in other more, quote, normal years. I think it's, I think it took effect on Muscle Shoals that evening, and I think it took effect on us this past Friday. And so, you know, it's, it's, it'd be kind of the game within the game, I guess, you know, to see who's, uh, who's got the energy, who's got the juice, who's got the desire to, to still be playing football. And uh, I certainly expect it to be us, and I hope it is us. Sure thing. Let's take a look at this one. We'll go to first quarter action between the Coleman Bearcats, and we were up at Athens last Friday night. Didn't come out on the winning side of things, but as we said, it's it's going to happen in a year like this, and uh, every time we can't come in here after a win. But we, we like to think we can, but not every time. Yeah, it's um, 
You know, beautiful night for football, great, <clears throat> great atmosphere and, and, and field there. You know, tickets were limited, I think, to 300 for each side, but uh, very historic stadium, you know, is named after Larry McCoy, which had, had won a state championship there and was a rival of Coach Woodard's. And, uh, um, you know, they've got great tradition there, and, and, man, they get after it. You know, we actually came out, and, you know, I felt like it moved the ball um, fairly successfully. I mean, we ran, you know, I think – you know, eight or ten plays in this first drive, and um, you know, we just—you see right there, we had a motion penalty, weren't quite set at the slot, and it's just—it was that night, you know, it was that type of deal that you can't have those little things that put you behind the chains if you're going to have a chance to beat a an outstanding team like Athens. And you know, Athens' defense is, I think, is very underrated. Um, you know, they struggled against you know Hueytown, but. You know, by and large, they've played really, really well. Like I said, a lot of seniors, and that 87 in the middle right there is an outstanding high school linebacker, Boyette. Um, see Cal George, number 12. He was actually had started at quarterback at Hartsville the year before, and he's a big, big physical kid. It brings a lot of athleticism to him, and you know, do a great job. The little, you know, play action pass right off the get go, get a first down. Um, you know, I feel like our our passing game and in a primarily run formations has been good. You know, we have a busted assignment here. You know, call for a very questionable chop block uh, out of our fullback. Um, so again, you know, just put us behind the chains just a little bit. See good throw and catch here, no key on the on the rocket boot. And as you see, we you know we're trying to run more and more option. We got to got to do a better job blocking on the corners, a little bit. But we're uh, you know we're running triple option and double options. Um, we're, you know we're committed to running that. It takes takes some time. Um, get there and just just miss on a pass here. And you know we had some things where we just sort of missed time jumps and you know, we we're really close in the passing game. We had some guys open and just it couldn't quite execute. And um, you got you got to make those plays if you're going to beat a team like Athens. Athens' offense outstanding. You know, the you know, both the quarterback and the tailback there are, are, you know, extremely quick, fast runners, receivers. Uh, you know, number one there's a matchup issue. Tall, physical receiver. They run a lot of different sets. They do a lot of what we we'll call sugar huddles, and and they shift right before they snap the ball, and and um, they do a great job of getting set and then snapping it. You see, they're. Uh, Outstanding running back. I'm not sure how many, you know, he's well over a thousand yards this year and I think he'd had fifty-two carries against Hartzell and he's just a really talented young guy. Well, he got some talented guys and man, that was a huge break early in the game, caused a fumble, you know, just what a great, great hustle by Brody Malcolm and just, you know, the whole defense getting there and, you know, really you know, first big play of the game, this turnover and um you know, we've got to get points out of a drive like this. I mean, we've got to be able to convert turnovers into points. And um, couldn't, quite, couldn't quite get a connection on past Isaiah. So, again, we got in third and long. You know, we, we really count on being in about second and six. Um, again, great, great pass to the flat and a little to Noah Key in it. Um, you know, we felt like we were in a position, you know, to, to we needed touchdowns, we knew, because Athens' offense had been scoring so many points and really nobody had stopped them all year. You know, James Clemens probably the first game or so, but I think. But uh, anyway, we got Jalen in there and, and uh, 
run across play, got the first down. So, you know, we're feeling, feeling pretty good as far as this position in the game. We've, we've converted some first downs. You know, good first down play here. And again, um, just kind of a breakdown. You know, we don't usually run the toss to the wide side, and they, they were ready for the – thought we might catch them overplaying the short side. And, and again, that was, a, that was a huge loss right there. Put us in third and long, and that's just, you know, it's just not a good place for anybody to be. Probably should have tried to tuck the ball right there and run, get what we could, give us in better position for a field goal. But, you know, Brody's certainly capable of making this. It's, uh, you know, we're about 39 yards or so and um, just just missed it. So, like I said, we needed those points. We needed touchdowns and, and you know, keep ahead, of, keep ahead of Athens. But here we go. Thick. I think we had a good plan defensively going in. Um, you know, their quick alignment, we had some alignment issues. They're always going to do a good job of changing up what they do just a little bit by sets. See Caleb Heatherly making a tackle. And Caleb, you know, is feeling good and is making more and more plays. You got to keep our feet there. That's one thing about you can't dive on the ground, you know, especially against these guys. And we don't teach that. We, we do teach a roll tackle, but we, you know, we run in and lead with near leg, near shoulder when we do it. So it's, we don't ever teach kids just to dive. And a little counter option here. Again, you see Caleb Heatherly and Cole Harper with an outstanding play there. On their, like again, a great, great receiver. Got a quad set. Really difficult. You cover everybody up in this, and they do a super job of finding the opening guy, you know, the, for the check down. And they had a blown assignment. And see Evan Dial making a sure tackle. But um, you know, Athens' offensive line's really good. Like I said, they've a lot of a lot of starters coming back. Nice job, Jaden Kane, Brody Malcolm, breaking that pass up. Not, we're moving right here, and I don't didn't get the call on that. And that's uh, calls were fairly even, as it sort of worked out. But man, they don't, you know, Athens, they don't need any help. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought four was for them. Their receiver was really, really had a big impact on the game. But you know, as you can see, we um, you know had an early turnover that we got. You know, we've got to convert that into points. You know, we'll, we'll get it that, down that close to their uh, their end zone. And then, uh, you know, we're playing hard on defense. I feel, like I said, I think we've got a good plan and everything. And, you know, unfortunately on that third down, um, didn't get the motion penalty called and they convert. And, and um, they're putting a little little bit of a drive going. And, um, you know, again, you know, being at field level and, and coaching against you can see just how fast those guys are and, and the kind of strength and size. And they, they were – you know, they were stronger than us, you know, bottom line. I mean, they're, um, they're a few more years into the weight program than we are. And you know, I feel like we've been the stronger team in, in all but two games so far this year. And, you know, we've lost both those games. And those were the games where we, you know, felt like we were getting pushed around more than we were doing the pushing around. And so, you know, I still think, you know, we're about, in, about one more good off season and one more year in the weight room of being 
you know, what I'd consider an elite, you know, as far as strength level goes in, in 6A. And um, you're, you're seeing, we saw two teams in, in Mars Hill and Athens that, uh, that are elite now. And, um, and um, you know, our, our guys understand that. I mean, when they, <laughs> when they first line up and they realize those guys are, are super strong and it's hard to get a push and, and uh, they realize there's still a lot of work to be done. One quarter in the books, 0-0 Coleman Athens from last Friday night. We'll take our first break on the Bearcat Review. We'll have more after this. Johnny's Barbecue, family owned and operated since 1963. Dine in or carry out. Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. till 9 p.m. Stuffed potatoes, pork, ribs, chicken, catfish, and much, much more. Try our weekend wings and Brunswick stew. And don't forget Johnny's on the Road, catering and delivery. Mention you saw us on the Coleman High School Network. And go Bearcats! To the Bearcat Review, I am Wade Smith alongside head coach Oscar Glasscock. Breaking down the Coleman-Athens game from last Friday night, unfortunately not a victory for our Bearcats. We did see in the first quarter, 0-0, uh, Bearcat defense playing some good ball, uh, where Athens was able to come up with some third downs and some, some other things going on in that quarter leading into this second quarter. But uh, coming out of that first quarter, as you said, the, the biggest takeaway, you got to capitalize on, on the fumble recovery and, and take some points into, this, into that drive. Right. Uh, and, you know, look, you, you don't have to watch film of Athens very long to know, you know, they're, they're an outstanding football team. And, you know, in a game, if you're going to win a game like that, you've got to convert. And, um, you know, I thought that was a big, very big early key as far as, you know, confidence and momentum and those type things. And, um, you know, that unfortunately, we, we weren't able to execute and convert. And, and I felt like our guys were ready to play. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes it it didn't it, it, it ended in the cards, I guess, and, and it wasn't early for us, and it just, you know, we never just could really climb, really overcome that poor, you know, not necessarily a poor start, but just to not being able to take advantage of, you know, a big play. And, um, you know, we didn't, you know, they scored a couple of touchdowns, and then it's, man, you know, instead of us being out front and putting a little bit of pressure on them, it's, you know they're uh, they survived a, a you know a mishap right and um, you know that makes you that gives you confidence sometimes when when that happens and as you said it, it the offense isn't really designed to go third and twelve it, it's one of those offenses if you're in second and six and third and short you're in your the yeah place we'll you keep the eat. clock running but you know I've, same thing in the game if, yeah if you get behind two or three scores it's it's not conducive to the kind of style of game y'all like to play right and. Um, I don't know too many offenses that True. That, that, that love being in third and twelve, <laughs> you know, because you know you're going to be one dimensional, right. and, and even if you're a primarily a throwing team, that's still not good, not a good situation to be in. And you know, we feel like here we've got a, you know, with the the option offense that we're moving more and more into and, and working hard on, it's it's just it, it it takes a commitment, it takes time. Um, you have to get game experience. You got to understand how why you have to practice at game speed and those type of things. You know the rewards are going to be there, but you know it's um, it's like anything else. You know you've got to put the work in 
and get experience in it and be patient uh, with it. But because I feel like, you know, the, the talent level in Region 8 and in 6A is really, really good. And if we can't be better than everybody else doing something, we need to be different. And, um, you know, it's kind of the theory behind it a little bit, but um, it's just, it's a work in progress and, you know, we're going to get there. And, and there was a lot of good things that I felt like we, we were able to do. Um, and, we, you know, we didn't have all our players available and, and that's fine. And, you know, I think we'll be better this week. Absolutely. Let's take a look at the second quarter. It is 0-0 going into quarter number two, Coleman up at Athens last Friday night. And as we've said, Coleman not able to take the victory, but we'll see some of the uh, some of the action here in the second quarter as we go to that. Getting a real compressed set by Athens, and you can see the kind of speed right there the kid has. You know, most of the time we tackle that's a one or two yard loss, but he's able to get the corner just because of his outstanding speed. Starting to get some creases now. You know, defense on the field too long. You know, we're even though we're rotating linebackers and defensive linemen, it, it's still a long drive, like this will take a toll. See Drew, Drew Ball on a great tackle. I thought Jaden Kay had a lot of great tackles in the game. Um, definitely kept gains to a minimum when they broke through the, to the second level. You know, Griffin Barksdale's his, his normal steady self. Um, made a lot of tackles, a lot of plays. He was our performance-based captain for the night. Just nice throw and catch by their, by their receiver and Sam Brand on the tackle. And, you know, see, we, we're starting to get getting some issues now with their sets and things that have difficulty getting lined up quickly enough. And they're, you can't really tell on this film, but they're, um, we actually took a time out there, but the, you can't see how fast they're setting there. They run up the line of scrimmage and they'll shift last second. And like I said, they really have to, to work hard on this and just sign up a really well-coached team when they can do these kind of shifts and stuff. And uh, they're able to take that drive in. And um, we're on, you know, got us on our heels a little bit, you know, just with the with the shifting and the different sets and, the, and just the speed of the running back. And, you know, instead of us being up seven to nothing, they take the first points of the game. Really outstanding drive, you know, they had. They'd gotten an unsportsmanlike penalty um, on the touchdown. Um, I'm proud of our kids. We didn't, you know, Athens had several unsportsmanlike penalties and, and uh, felt like we held our composure really well. We had a couple of, couple of issues at the very end of the game, but um, it was a very tense environment. You know, a lot of times these big games are. And, you know, I felt, I felt like the rest did a pretty good job of keeping everything in check. But there were some some issues right there. I think Athens had two unsportsmanlike early, and um, yeah, I'm very proud of the fact that you know this is the you know with a couple of games left, um, you know we haven't had a kid ejected here I think in over three years, and I think wow. that's uh, you know, I give a lot of credit to Coach Plunkett. There, um, see Caleb Heatherly again near miss, running wide open. They they blew a coverage on the tight end, and you know it's just. Near misses, and it's this is like after that turnover, just a just a little bit of execution issue, and maybe throwing a ball up there, a little bit more air under, and that might be a touchdown, and we're at an even game. And it's just that, you know, sometimes you know you feel like 
after a game, you think, man, we lost and, and just got our tail whooped or whatever. And then, you know, sometimes you put on the film and realize, man, you know, this play or that play, you convert that and it changes the complexion of the game. You know, finding a crease, I do a good job of hunting and pecking and finding your finding your weaknesses sometimes. And yeah, but we got, you know, we give up a little bit of a long run there, we'll come back and, and make a tackle for a one yard loss. And that, you know, that just shows the resiliency of our kids sometimes. And you know, we're still working. And again, they're not really getting much. This start we got them in third and ten. You know, and this is where we want them. I mean, it's you know, they're not a they're not a great throw and catch team and they're very effective in their passing game, but you know, obviously if we can make them throw, fairly had a bad busted assignment here. I, um, you know, we didn't the corner blitz and we don't really even have that and it just just kind of a miscommunication deal. And again, a, a lot of it's from how fast they're snapping the ball. But that was a that was a that was a miscue on the administrative side there and you know, again, third and ten, and man, we got to get off the field in that. We, we had a good coverage call, and um, you know, the result is they get a. <coughs> we ended up getting a penalty on this on that play from the holding, but again, they're knocking on the door here. And, you know, great call on their part. Got a throwback to their outstanding running back, and you know, and again, you see how close it is. You know, we we near miss on the throw and then, you know, blow a coverage and, you know, probably got to try to get a call in there too late and it just, um, you know, again, it could be seven to seven or it could be seven to nothing or, you know, you don't really know how it affects it, but that, those are two huge, you know, again, there's three really big plays so far that have all gone against us, you know, not, not converting on the turnover down deep in their territory, you know, missing on the wide open receiver behind the secondary and then blowing a coverage on a big third down. And, you know, and it's, it's just those kind of little things right there. And, you know, a game that may have seemed to get out of hand later, you know, it would have been a lot, lot different game if we just could make the plays. But, you know, you got to give Athens credit. I mean, they, they're making the plays. Right. You know, and that's – can't ever really under it, you know, devalue that. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, we're missing assignments right here, running the midline, and, you know, slot needs to be uh, blocking down on the, um, man, somebody's phone ringing, buzzing over here. Yeah, is, that, is that yours, Wayne? Not yeah. mine. Buzz it on. Yeah. <laughs> the day and age of technology. When they break that table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really something. Kind of mistimed her jump right there a little bit, you know. It's just uh, had, had a chance to make a play on the ball. And of course, we don't need to be in a situation where we've got to, you know, they're kind of, momentum's definitely on Athens' side. And we're, I think we're caving into it a little bit. Got to, you know, Col Coleman on all fours over here crawling, check that phone call. So. <laughs> Highlight of the show so far. <laughs> Must be, pre must be a pretty important phone call right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. See, outstanding running back. I mean, the kids, um, like I said, he's, uh, he's going to be one of the top rushers in 6A and really probably all Alabama football this uh -huh. year. There's a reason he gets the carries. That's right. He's,
Can't say the strength um, of the running backs. And they got another good little, good little drive going here. They've uh, had a few penalties too, you know. So forced Athens into a punt. Um, they really haven't punted very much this year. So we, I mean, I think they punted maybe five times in the game. So we, you know, we made we made some stops in the game. Um, we just weren't we weren't able to flip the field position, run enough clock offensively. You know, we kind of had those near misses and some things. And see Jalen on the. On the cross there, and you can see that his his knee's really bothering him. He's uh, got a very significant injury, and he's trying to play through it. But, you know, Noah Key got the got the bulk of the carries, especially after that after that point. And you know, a lot of times he'd be running through through guys. He just couldn't quite get the power to push off the ground. And you know, it was a come up a yard short on the conversion. That's a you know, it's definitely a uh, Conversion we need to make. Almost get a near, you know, again, game of inches. I mean, the guy, kid drops the ball and on the punt return, and, man, we come up with that, and, again, we'll be in great field position. You know, super throw and catch right there. That's a NFL-type catch right there, Odell Beckham. Um, like I said, they've got some outstanding players. Counter gap right here. We're in good position. You know, Cody Land still playing hard. You know, so we've, we've made a punt again. Um, and again, we're kind of settled in on that drive defensively and we're getting lined up better. You know, communication's been more effective um, from sideline to the players and, you know, lose some field position there. The, you know, Got to get up there and fill that punt sometime, but there wasn't much time left, and you know we're gonna let the clock run out in that situation and try to get in there at halftime and, and regroup a little bit. And, and you know we got to we have to be able to establish something on offense. You know we've uh, like I said we've had some near misses and and things like that, but we we've, we've got to get back to the point of um, you know doing our jobs individually and not be worried about who the opponent is and what the situation is in the game and. And making our blocks and stepping correctly on the offensive line, and you know, when when the wing's supposed to fold up in on linebacker, we got to do it <laughs> instead of <laughs> arc releasing and you know just kind of misfiring, you know, a little bit too much to have a chance in this game. Um, and like you say, you know, sometimes when you put on the tape and look at it, and you realize, you know, you, you convert a play here or there, and you know, it's going to be a lot more competitive, and you might have a chance to get some momentum going. We just never. Just could never get anything established, especially, especially offensively all night. And usually that means a loss. Right. End of the first half, Coleman down 14 nothing here on the Bearcat Review. We come back, we'll have second half action after this. 
For more than 26 years, we've been providing friendly personal banking services for the citizens of Coleman and surrounding counties. We continue to provide new and improved services to our customers and we even have a new look. So come by and see us at any of our nine convenient locations. And don't forget, we're open on Saturdays. How do you show love? With the big things? The little things? The tough things? You're everything. Show them you care. Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Kathy Sims in Coleman. The Bearcat Review. I am Wade Smith here with head coach Oscar Glasscock. Breaking down last Friday's matchup between Athens and Coleman. Unfortunately, Coleman not victorious, but uh, definitely have a big matchup coming up this Friday for the Bearcats, taking on Muscle Shoals, another Region 8 matchup. Uh, Columbia the following week to close out the regular season. But not the only sport still playing around here right now. We know uh, volleyball's got a big matchup coming up tomorrow on the live stream, 2 o'clock. Uh, North Regionals up at uh, the Von Braun Center in Huntsville. So big game for volleyball coming up. Yeah, it's not Dan in Huntsville. Like, yeah, uh, exactly. Mr. Drake. Yeah. Had me confused there with that, that breaking news announcement. So. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, look, we, we, we may not have played very well and got beat the other night. We're going to. We're going to have fun on this show, though. Right. Hey, that's, if you can't have fun, I mean, why be yeah, here? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm still, uh, we, we're trying to work on getting a camera to pan over to John here. We'll and get so, one uh, one day. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to make this show like the old Letterman. We'll just get Coleman to crawl down here yeah. and turn my camera around. And we're still yeah. socially distant here. We're still doing, yeah, that's right. still doing the, the way for COVID right yeah, now. Yeah, we're so. going to make the best out of it. Yeah. Now, uh, oh. I tell you, uh, I'm really um, – Really been impressed with uh, Coach Cagle and, and the volleyball program here since I've I've been working here. I didn't I didn't know Coach Cagle beforehand and, and had heard good things about her, but worked with her in some of the weightlifting classes. And you know she's a she's a coach, a young coach that's uh, balancing a you know a family and husband and kid, young kids and all that. But you know she's very passionate about her sport and and. Um, and she she really seeks ways to improve her program. You know, she's constantly seeking ways to run the program better. And she kind of picks the brain of the, you know, Coach Patterson and, and some of these other successful coaches around here. And I've gotten her connected with um, people at Mountain Brook. And she's really, you know, studies how to run a program. And I've been, been extremely impressed with, uh, you know, how she's um, trying to build it here. And obviously the results speak for themselves. And, um, you know, we wish them the best of luck. We've got you know, and, uh, Griffin Barksdale and Cole Herfram, their sisters are playing. And, you know, we're, we're going to practice in the morning, which is kind of sort of our normal Wednesday routine. And so they can go down and support their sisters and, and hope everybody will tune into the network. I know Mr. Drake will be down there. And, uh, well, he's not down there. He's up there. Up there. So he's got me got you saying Huntsville that. down yeah. there. But uh, he's going to be up there and, and uh, <laughs> you know, huh. you know, doing his magic. And, uh and um, it's gonna be gonna be fun. I'm I'm planning on tuning in, and he'll have Spencer and Coleman with him, and uh, it's kind of like Three Musketeers, really. Hey, they do a good job behind the scenes here, so yeah, no complaints from us. But two o'clock on the network tomorrow. Make sure you tune into that for uh, volleyball action, North Regionals, Coleman Bearcats. Check it out.
And uh, we still have more action to talk about here from this Coleman-Athens game from last Friday night. Coleman is trailing 14-0 going into the second half. And uh, let's go to action and see that now. So kicking off to start the uh, you know the second half and and um, you know we've got to get a stop um, you know to kind of have a chance and you know get get into the game and see Drew Ball the outstanding tackle here when um, missed missed it initially and um, we got guys running the football uh, they start off a quick little spot pass here and you know got to. Got to come up and make the tackle on the initial hit. Like I said, they have some outstanding receivers, and you see Cole Herfer in there and, and making some plays. And Cole, you know, Cole's got some bumps and bruises, and, and um, you know, a lot of the guys are banged up now. And you know, I used to hear Gene Stall say, that if you're not hurting at this point in the season, then you probably haven't been playing very much. Mm -hmm. You know, again, we can't can't miss that tackle right there. Had a chance to make a tackle in the backfield. You got to sink her hips and not dive, and you know sometimes the athletes make you look like you're not using good technique tackling, you know. But nobody's trying harder than Drew Ball and company here. Starting to hit a hit a few open gaps, and and um, you know we're trying to we try to change the fronts up, you know, give these guys you know different looks. Again, they're running outside zone here, and. You know, their O-line, I think, was a little confused on their blocking schemes, and you know, that's why we move around some. You know, everybody's going to make make some plays. Here they are on the power. We do a good job. You see Jalen on the tackle there, and that might have been about the last, he was one of the last few plays he played in the game. And then again, we've got, you know, we've got a chance for a huge play right here, and you can just see how Jalen can't really run right here. And, they turned it into a huge play, cut back against the grain, and you know that's an athlete making plays. And again, we had a chance for probably about a ten-yard loss. Had guys there in position to make plays, just just don't make it, and it's just that is this one of those nights. <laughs> it's not a lack of effort right there. We got guys in position to just not making the plays, and you know the, the desires there, but just like it is on that play, but we make the play there. It's, you know, basically, you know, same kid run the ball. It's just. Uh, you know, they were, they were able to convert those big plays and when they got in bad situations and, and we weren't. And, you know, the result is they win the football game. You know, pass interference call, good call on the referee's part. We got there early and, what you know, great call by them and they got us on our heels, perfect time to run a little, you know, throw back there. And, you know, we've, we've got a person there that's looked for those kind of plays and they ended up, you know, trying to pursue the football and help make a play and, you know, but you got to do your job first in those situations. And, um, and again, you can see it's just, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, we could have won the game if we did this or that, but we could have made it a whole lot more interesting and maybe got some momentum going and and um, just on offense and defense. It's just those, those little breakdowns like that. And it just, they were just killers in this game. You know, great job on triple option, and this is what we're working so hard on, and it's going to be become more and more part of our package and what we're doing. And you know, we've we've changed how we're practicing, and we're repping these things. And you know, we're 
those things are we're going to start making more and more plays on them. I promise you. We you know, we had an outstanding team day to day in practice, and you know we're going to get some confidence going, and it's it's really going to pay off. You know, so we're making a few plays here. Um, you know, put some first downs together, and um, again run the play, and don't quite get the. Don't make real good cut out there. Don't get quite the block on the corner. And, you know, again, just those little things. And you got to get in the game and run this stuff. And, boy, they did a good job covering their fullback. And, we, you know, we can't do that. We can't throw it up for grabs. You know, that's a, you know, nobody feels worse than Max right there. And, and um, of course, they got a blindside block on the play. And that's a, you know, another personal foul that they, Accumulated in the game, and, and that's that's one thing to say about Max. That's not something we've had to say. No, we haven't season. seen. He's been a super. He's done a super job of protecting, value, valuing the football, yeah. decision making, and you know, look, the frustration sits in a little bit. Sure. And you're trying to make a play to help us get back in the game, and you know, we've got some outstanding athletes down there, but are unfortunately kind of routes kind of we didn't get the spacing we needed on the routes, and and so now you've got more defenders in the area um, that obviously can make the pick. And we're just, you know, we're reeling right now. You know, we've just, we, we, we put some first downs together and now we're back on our heels and, you know, Athens is running clock and now they're taking a shot and, and just, you know, we didn't maintain good position. You know, we didn't, in the coverage right there. And, you know, Brady, Brody's made that play a whole lot this year and he'll continue to make it, but, you know, it's just like, again, one of those nights we're out of position just a little bit and they convert. And um, mm -hmm. we, we weren't able to convert those things where we got them out of position maybe a little bit. We weren't able to make them pay for it. And it, like I said, it was kind of, they made the plays. I mean, that's just, I can't, you know, you really can't put any more simple than that. They, they made the plays. And just like that, great throw and catch. And, you know, DB's not in bad position. They made a great, that's just outstanding execution on their part. And just, um, you know, that ends up being the final final margin of victory there. Still got some time left in the game, though. We, yeah, that's probably about right. We need to probably stop it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Good timing, John. Uh, I'm, I'm really messing up here. Okay, let's, uh, yeah, let's relive go, it again. Let's come back to you guys. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, uh, Twenty-eight nothing, as we said uh, yeah, in the third we, quarter, and that was. I mean, that's how it ended. Yeah, all she wrote. Um, yeah, it just you know, like I said, it wasn't our night. Um, you know, dealing with some adversity and and uh, things not going our way. We just. Struggled a little bit in practice, you know, last week too, and you know, the outstanding opponent. You want to pick it up about three minutes? Oh, okay. <laughs> three or four minutes left. Being our kids were still, you know, still fighting, still, you know, still playing hard. I feel like, especially defensively, and and um, man, it was just, you know, we we blow an assignment blocking the middle linebacker there, and and you know, we've got to some of these things we've got to get it on film and get it corrected, and. You know, we really had a hard time blocking their defensive front. Um, they had some 25, 34 really quick guys that 
you know, but you know, sometimes we just didn't block them at all, you know, and it's just. <clears throat> Even being down, these are important minutes just to to rep things out. And I just no, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, we're you know we're playing the game of football here, right. and um, you know we <laughs> we go to these games trying to win the game. Yeah, you know, no sure. no question about it. But and it's it's super disappointing when you don't come out, and especially when you don't play well. You know, sometimes you can handle losses if you play at your hardest and play well, and sometimes the team's just better and they make certain plays and. You know, but, you know, we had a chance to get, get some guys in. Like, you know, you see Parker Hyatt in there and, and uh, Tyler White and, and especially some of these seniors that haven't got to play as much as, the, you know, the other seniors. You see Ethan Moore. And, you know, we've got a lot of these guys on special teams. But, you know, Ethan came in there and made several tackles. And um, you have Ethan Eccles in there. And, and these guys have worked hard and, de and deserve a chance to play. And so, you know, when I look at it, you know, that's one – one good thing about the game is being able to get a few few guys in there, especially senior-wise that haven't played as much this year, just like in regular offense and defensive schemes. And um, but no, you're right. When we have to, you know, and really almost installing a new offense in a way, it's not really new, but it's a, you know, the the emphasis is on triple option now, and it you gotta you gotta play in games, you gotta get on film, you gotta understand, you know. Guys, got to see it and understand why it's so important to do this and run after fakes and and come off the football with a low pad level. And had had a penalty here, and uh, like I said we had a couple of couple of personal foul deals at the end. Um, and you see Ethan Eccles, I believe Ethan got he got hurt on this play and. Um, it looks like he's going to miss the remainder of his, of his senior year. And it's, that's tough luck. He's an ACL in both knees, and now he's got a, you know, small fracture in his leg. And, and uh, man, he's just he's one of those guys you just really hate to see that because he's, he's such, a, such a good kid and um, really, really like him. And he, um, you know, he's just had some tough luck. It's some uh, unfortunate circumstances for some folks like that. Yeah, you know, you, um, you know, I always believe God gives gives those who can handle it the most burden sometimes. Right. And, and uh, Ethan's just a super young man, and I just, I, you know, just we all feel really, really bad for him. But you know, he's out there and he's supporting his teammates still. And he, you know, he's, you know, he lost his grandmother last week too. Oh, so man. it was a, you know, I think that was very unexpected, and and um, you know, it was just a very tough week. And it, you know, and again, puts things in perspective. You know, something you know, we're devastated by a loss, and you know, man, all weekend I'm just, you know, I feel like, you know, I just feel like complete failure. You know, and you, <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't want to go to a restaurant, or you don't want to talk to anybody. You know, mm -hmm. it just nothing, nothing seems good. Couldn't even enjoy watching any college games on Saturday. I mean, that's just what losses do to you. Right. And. Um, and then uh, you know, but you got to come back on Monday, and you got to get right back to work. So right. no matter how great you feel when you win, and how much your the, your perception of the day changes um, as compared to when you lose, you still have to come back, and you got to you got to get right back to work. And you know, and I think it's, you know with Ethan, and it's it's you know you, you kind of get a perspective on things. You know, this guy's um, suffered 
in a real world sense much more than us, you know, losing a football game. Sure. And, uh, you know, sometimes you need to be reminded, you get those little wake up calls about life. It's like we had a, um, we had an outstanding motivational speaker come in um, today, you know, a, a guy you're familiar with. Yeah, um, Tim Alexander. Yeah, Tim Alexander, right. who had been a um, UAB signee, who'd been a car wreck uh, senior year in high school, and, and um, you know, he's paralyzed from the waist down, and initially it was from the neck down. And uh, he gave just a, just an outstanding speech to all the athletes primarily. Um, and I really give, I mean, Big shout out to Miss Hall and uh, Mr. Stevens, especially for they, she, they arranged it, paid for it, got him up here, um, and he did just did an outstanding job. And you really you get perspective. You know, we're disappointed on how we've played a little bit the second half of the season, especially last Friday night. And you know, and he just talked about the the mindset. You know, the power of positivity and and and, and embracing adversity as a way to. To, uh, to grow and to challenge yourself and, and to, you know, to rise above it and learn lessons. And, um, you know, I think, our, I think our kids, man, they really responded to it. And like I said, that was completely like, you know, Miss Hall's idea. And, and like I said, Mr. Stevens helped arrange it. And just so appreciative. And I told the kids um, after practice today that, man, you know, you're in a, you're in a school and you're in a community and, and you know, you've got a coaching staff and, and teammates that really care a lot about you sure. because you know, Miss Hall wants to, you know, she, she wants us to win for sure, but she, she thinks about the, you know, the mental health of our kids and, and learning life lessons from these things and just trying to give them a boost of, you know, positivity. And, and I'm just, and I told the kids, I man, we got you know, need to be so appreciative that, you know, you're surrounded, you know, we have that kind of support here as a school and a community and, you know, our parents and, and like I said, our coaching staff. And I told, them, I told these kids, hey, our coach staff was up here all weekend long trying to, you know, you know fix the issues and, and put your, you guys in the best position to win and get better because they care about you, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so I'm just, you know, sometimes, you know, adversity, you, you can understand the blessings that you can or that you have if you'll just open your heart and your mind and, and see it. And so I think that's, that's why we have to deal with it. And, uh, I think 2020 can be summed up with dealing with adversity. That's right. And um, Ethan and Coach Hopper and the pandemic yeah. and just weather issues and everything that's gone on. It's just things that you're going to have to deal with, whether it's on the football field or in life. And sometimes it, wait, it piles up on you. Mm -hmm. and sometimes, I mean, sometimes you can look back at your life, you know, and, you know, some people talk about things happen in threes, you know, and, I, you know, it seems like a lot more in three, <laughs> you know. But, you know, we've got two losses, and, you know, we're going to tr try to prevent that third one. But, um, yeah, you know, it just, you know, things can kind of pile up on you, and it, and it is a mindset. You know, you got you to gotta grind, and you got to focus on your, your vision, and you got to keep, keep faith in the vision and keep working. And then most of the time, it's going to work out, you know. You're going to be eight and two, right. you know, which is really a successful season. You know, you can host a playoff game, even though you had these, you know, down cycles and disappointments and adversity and things like that. When you look at, you know, the sum at the end of the season or at the end of your year or the end of a period of your life or at the end of your life and you know, if you're doing the right things and you're keeping positive and you're really trying to get back on the track and keep faith in the vision, and then you see that, you know, 80% of the time that things worked out well, you know. And so, 
that's what we kind of focus on. And so just, just like, again, just very appreciative of, you know, the support from our administration. And, 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 uh, and we're eight weeks in the books. I mean, we never yeah. dreamed we'd get eight weeks with everything yeah. that was going on eight weeks ago. And, uh, you know, and I think we talked about it on the show before. Um, John, is it okay if I ramble for a little while? Uh, <laughs> you know, we've talked about it. <laughs> it's okay. There we go. We've been waiting on that. Well, we've been talking a lot about it, and, and this, you know, look, I don't know if anybody watches this show or not, but, you know, I, I think people find it interesting about, you know, the shutdown, the pandemic, the how it's affected things from, uh, you know, we, you worry about the health, but the mental health part of it, to me, has been extremely significant with the young people. Sure. And, um, like I said, we mentioned it before, but we've got, you know, we shut down schools in mid-March. You know, we had, you know, we were able to start working the kids back out three times a week in the summer. And then, you know, we started practice. We didn't start school till you know, basically about the time we had the first game. You know, and then we were in school, everybody there for a little bit, and it was, and it was tough. You know, it's really, really hard. Um, and then we went to the hybrid schedule, and, and rightly so. And, um, you know, the, like, for example, we do football first period, and you know, we would generally practice after school or vice versa. We would lift weights and do our film watching our meetings, walk through type stuff in the morning and then practice after school or vice versa. We may practice in the morning and do the lifting and those type of things after school. And it's really to break it up into chunks. And like, there's a certain amount of work you have to get done. Mm -hmm. And we're breaking it up into chunks so the kids can handle things more, you know, in smaller time frames and have more energy for each of the important phases. Whereas if you if you load it all together, like say seventh period to the end of school, it's really hard to have a great lift, you know, great mental film session and a great practice. And you know, usually one of those areas suffer and it's usually the practice because it's at the end. But now because the kids are going home um, during the day, many days, you know, at least three days out of the four days you practice. <laughs> um, you know, it's more like they're practicing twice a day. Mm -hmm. And so the mental stress and the, it, there's mental fatigue because now it, it seems like you're doing twice the work instead of, you know, chopping it up into more chunks that, are, that you can sort of manage better or have great energy for. And so that's one of those things that, like, I probably did a really poor job of anticipating that, you know, and, I, and talking to other coaches, people are really, everybody's kind of suffering the same thing. Now, obviously, Athens wasn't suffering it last Friday, but, but a lot of the coaches that I, I, I really respect and talk a lot to, or, you know, they're talking about the same thing. It's that the, the mental fatigue right now, so it, it, the season does seem really long now mm -hmm. because, you know, again, you didn't know how much you were going to play. We, we played really well up through the fifth week, and then we've struggled since then. There's no, I'm not going to make any bones about that. Um, and I, I, I really do think that, the, and I'm not trying to make excuses, I'm just saying it's a factor that I've got to do a better job of managing, you know, and I didn't anticipate maybe the mental health issues that came about from it. And, you know, we've, we've had more issues with tardiness and, and um, like I said, just, you know, slippage and taking care of the little things with things. And, and a lot of it is because they're coming, they're having to be here. It's not one time a day they can be late and kind of, get in trouble, but it's twice a day now. And so, you know, that's extra pressure and stuff. So it's, there's a lot of little things like that that's, you know, I guess if we go through it again, um, I'm not going to be coaching, I'm sure, <laughs> but I might be, maybe I'm still be alive or have my brain enough to be able to say, hey, man, 
what you got to be careful about is you know you, you're going to have to reduce probably the amount of time you're doing things and make sure it's in one chunk and not several. Mm -hmm. You know, would be one of the pieces of advice I would give. And for all the guys that are going through it, and I mean for anybody going through it, you're learning for the future. Whether it's for on the football field or in the weight room or at your college or at your job. I mean, yeah, and I don't know how how you you know with your job right. or. or Mr. Drake's job or people that are it's out there, um, you know, a lot of people have been working from home. Yeah. My brother um, works for Redstone Arsenal, and he's he's been at home primarily since March. And um, you know, when these when people have to go back to work every day of the week, there, I think there's there's going to be some issues, mm -hmm. you know, because it's and I think the fatigue of the jobs. I mean, I think that's going to be a big factor, and employers and people are going to. It's going to take. It's going to be a process to get back to what we think of as normal. Right. Um, I, just I, in everybody's profession. I for mean, some people, it may not even go back to what you remember as normal. I mean, I don't. I, there's some professions I don't think will go back to the office five days a week kind of deals. And mm -hmm. I think we're. If 2020 was a crazy year, 2021 of trying to move back into what we thought was normal is going to be even crazier. Yeah. So it's uh, there's things to look out for, and I think these guys are getting. A lot of life lessons, uh, wins, losses, doesn't matter when you're talking about for the future. As you always say, you're not going to remember what you did on that Friday night, but you're going to remember maybe that talk Tim gave yeah, or, right. or having to come in for morning workouts and then go back home for hybrid class. It's the challenges that you're going to remember. Yeah, I hope so. You know, I hope, it, hope they can look back and realize they sort of persevered through a very difficult time. Right. And if we can really get out there on Friday and enjoy – playing the game of football. And we, when we played Decatur, we really did enjoy it. We got back to having fun. And, you know, we didn't last Friday, and hopefully this Friday we can kind of get that juice back. Sure. And, you know, like I said, I've cut things back a lot this week. We haven't lifted. We're, you know, we're giving, you know, Wednesday afternoon we're going to be off. I mean, they're, you know, trying to throw some things in there to give them, give them a little bit of recovery time and just re-energize and things like that. And, and you know, hopefully it pays off Friday night. And I'll certainly, I just, I want the kids to have fun. I want them to play hard, have fun, um, you know, rare up like a, a bear cat or a <laughs> bicharong as, as Coach Morris will call it. I think that's the Indonesian name, but, you know, can, and, and just, and get after it and have, you know, you know keep it in perspective and let's, 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 Let's keep grinding because we are in the stretch run and we're toward the end. And I want these kids to, to finish this season with good taste in their mouth and to have a positive memory of this season and know that, man, we got to play football. We got to play a full season of football, got to be together. And it was crazy and I was tired and fatigued. But, man, finish that season out and so glad it, so glad it worked out. Yeah, we're pride. And, you know, and, and come to appreciate the, like I said, the, the administrators here, the community here, the parents here, the teachers here, the coaches here, their teammates, be able to appreciate how hard everybody really tried hard to make make sure these seniors and, and these football players had a great experience. And cheerleaders and band, and sure. band people yes, and, and tech crew like, mm -hmm. like Coleman and Spencer, you know, make sure they had a great experience this year. How many other guys are crawling on their knees to get cell phones over here? I, I've never seen anything like not, it. Not many. All right, Friday night, Muscle Shoals coming into Coleman. Going to have that one. Got Columbia to wrap up the season the next week for the regular season. Uh, we'll see where we go for playoffs after these two games. And, hey, don't forget, tomorrow going to have the live stream. The volleyball team going to be up in Huntsville, the VBC, going to be taking on for some North Regionals up there. So be sure to tune in on the live stream tomorrow at 2 o'clock for Coleman Bearcat Volleyball.
Football Friday night, 7 p.m. Make sure you get your tickets online as we've been doing all season long. Bring that mask if you're coming out. Be ready to social distance. But, hey, Coleman, Muscle Shoals, Friday night, big matchup. Region 8, 6A football. Come on out. Support your Bearcats. Thanks for tuning in to the Bearcat Review. For Coach Glasscock, I'm Wade Smith. We'll see you next week.